0: Hello fellow nerds and welcome to our nerdiest thing. Today we have a very special guest, author T.L. Price. T.L. Price enjoys writing fantasy, urban fantasy, and paranormal romance novels with memorable characters full of intrigue, danger, and adventure. Come meet magical elementals, demigods, bioengineered humans, shifters, and others. She writes fast-paced action scenes full of danger and steamy romance. Ooh. Her exotic characters are strong-willed and unpredictable. Readers often cheer for more than one heroine or hero whose inspirational missions might be at odds in a dystopian world. She blends serious concepts with young adult characters and situations you can relate to. Her books make you think about destiny and the future while having you sitting on the edge of your seat, turning page after page for more when she's not running after her three sons in the Washington DC area, enjoying dinner with her husband or chatting with her mom and sisters. She's writing amazing stories for you. Welcome to the podcast, T.L. It's so nice to have you here.
1: Thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate being invited.
2: Well, and anyone in the South that has three boys, we always say, well, bless you, bless your heart.
0: (laughs) Do you mind me asking how old your kiddos are?
1: Yes. So um, one is 19, 18 and 14.
0: Wow. You
2: know what? I think a lot of people would be like, oh my gosh, those are rough ages. I prefer the teen years. They've been so much fun.
1: Well, I had my, I, I must say, I had the whole time where I was the soccer mom, the baseball mom. Yeah. So I'm actually glad that I got two that are sort of moving out the house, you know, on the college. So that's less running around. Although <laughs> I, I'm going to miss my middle son is going to college next year and he has been responsible for all the carpooling for my, <laughs>
3: oh and no, so- it is a game changer oh, when they, they drive. Change.
1: Carpooling again, and that's when I'm gonna pull my hair out. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. You're gonna have that.
2: mimosa mornings when you get back from <laughs> carpool. <laughs> we'll
0: go, ahead, go ahead, with your question. Oh,
3: okay. So, um, you write. I'm really excited to hear about your Exiled Elemental series because hearing about all the demigods and bioengineered humans and all that good stuff. Um, I don't know if that's part of the series or not, but I'm really um intrigued. So can you tell us a little bit more about that series?
1: Yeah, so um, the Exile Elemental series is my first fantasy series. Um, there are currently four books in the series. It begins with Exile No More. And the most recent book I issued last month is Ruins Awaken. And Ruins Awaken sort of focuses on the book boyfriends that a lot of people have been following.
3: Okay, um, I'm into that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, it's it's a really cool series. It's a futuristic fantasy Uh, So the the central storyline is Nari Evans is the youngest to ever be exiled. Her evil parents exiled her to the demigod's realm, and everyone thought it was a death sentence. But she gets there, and she learns how to survive. She develops these really cool, magical elemental tattoos. Mm -hmm. Uh, She discovers there's other elementals that have been exiled, and she becomes their protector. An ancient law allows her to return to civilization to battle for an opportunity to get everyone out. And she's thrust into these epic games called enviroscapes where you have to survive dangerous environments on a futuristic dystopian earth. She's battling demigods. Everybody asks me, what are bioengineered humans? And they're essentially humans who can control weapons with their minds. Oh, wow. She does get into a little bit of mischief. <laughs> Always seem to Don't find she speaks <laughs> them out, and in a battle for good and bad, everybody's wondering whose side is Nari really on.
2: Oh, I love that! So cool. That was a perfect pitch for that. Yes, yes. Like,
1: whose side is she on? Right. <laughs> I, I, I tell everybody that she's on her side. <laughs> uh,
2: you know nice. what? I think as a woman, especially if you're in a dystopian world, you have to be exactly. right.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. I
2: hope you don't mind me asking a follow-up question to that, but what made you want to write such a strong female character? That I mean, and it sounds like she might be a little morally gray too. So, can you tell us about that?
1: Yes, she's definitely morally gray. Um, I think for me, um, I got a lot of inspiration from the type of books that I love to read. So, I found that as I was starting to go out and read a lot of books, I was always drawn to the morally gray uh, female characters. Um, you know, I, I, think it gives them a little bit more, um, pizzazz. Um, I think it reflects a lot of what we probably experience in our own lives, where you're always right. trying to decide what's the right, right thing to do. And I, it was also interesting. I wanted the book to really be inspirational because Nari does, you see her growth over, um, the series. You know, sometimes she can be childish and, you know, throw tantrums. You never know what she's going to do. Um it sort of it sort of reminds me of of my own teenage years, you know, growing <laughs> up. Um, as the oldest daughter, I, There were three girls. And now uh, we were always up to something and right. uh, so I really wanted to write a strong-willed female character um, that I thought a lot of people would be able to appeal to.
2: Yeah, how old is Nari in the
1: series? So she's 20.
2: Oh, she's 20. Okay. Oh, cool. yeah,
1: so it's, it's 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 um it's a it's a new adult series. Um, so, um, uh, the main character, so there's a, a main female character, which is Nari, and then there's two um, main male characters, which are Vigo and Thaden, which um, at different times are a very interesting love interest. So, that's- Well, and I appreciate
2: girl. her age not having the word teen in it <laughs> Right. it's new adult. Right. Yes. <laughs> Stop making these girls 19. Okay. <laughs> like, I'm so glad she's 20. Right. Thank you. Yeah,
1: like no, she's, you know, it's interesting because when I was um developing the series, and I was looking at you know the very ages of of characters and you know sometimes I'm amazed at you know you're reading a book and you're thinking you're reading a book and it's an adult, and then you realize like, oh, this person's in high school, you know, I right. know. So, it's,
0: it's a little jarring
1: <laughs> right. very much an adult
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah i I really, really appreciate that.
3: so do you find that this uh futuristic fantasy is that like your favorite type to write, or do you like? To write other things or do you have another favorite genre you like to write about
1: well I, I think what um, um, honestly I think my book is pretty much sort of like a hybrid because I'm really pulling in you know that urban fantasy because it's based on um, a futuristic earth so it's not epic fantasy where it's based on an entirely made-up world and I always tell everybody um, one thing I'm really proud of in this book is the map. So um, I spent a lot of time creating oh, a, map a map of the future Earth. Um, so it's, it's not, nothing like the Earth we live in now. Uh, the future Earth has, you know, many continents that we don't have now. Some continents um, are gone. Los Angeles is underwater. <laughs> um, so it, it's a it's a really cool sort of futuristic version of Earth. Um, And so you get that blend of urban fantasy and then you also get a little bit of the sci fi I grew up reading a lot of my mom's sci fi books, and her horror books. So I do blend in a little bit of sci fi. Um, I would say sort of introductory sci fi for those who don't typically read sci fi. Mm -hmm. So that's when I kind of bring in, excuse me, my bioengineered humans.
2: Very cool. That is so cool. And I don't know if it's too spoilerly in your story, but can you tell us what sends your world into dystopia, or is that a part of the story we just need to keep reading to
1: learn? Excuse me, got a little bit of cold.
0: I stop us with coughing a lot. Don't worry <laughs> about it.
1: <laughs> <clears throat> um, no, it's not a spoiler. Um, it's just based on climate change
2: okay nice which is also terrifying true. <laughs> yes it
1: is yeah it's a little
2: too
3: real
1: too close to home there, yeah. Yeah. Yes. there are seven seasons oh, oh oh
2: so i read so kentucky <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah
2: i read i don't know if you've read any bridget Kimmer- uh Kimmerer or not but she'll be at imaginarium too but she wrote to the dawn and like their dawn night all of these ones but the first book is they're living in this world where this disease has taken over and is killing everybody and the socioeconomic classes have you know different ranges of the amount of medicine that they get and how like the poor people are repel rebelling because they're not getting enough medicine and I was like Bridget that's way too close to home huh? <laughs> yeah. like was, yeah but she wrote it pre-pandemic but I was oh, no. I was reading it and I was like oh this makes me feel very uncomfortable <laughs>
1: it's not what
0: I'm looking for in my book right?
1: yeah, it
2: was really really great book it was five stars for sure so
1: yeah, i love to. It makes you think about what could happen in the future. Mm-hmm. And you definitely see, like for example, even with the map, I did research and I learned that you know parts of Africa is already starting to split apart. Oh wow! So in my future um, Earth, um, Africa is actually two continents, um, and so yeah. you definitely can see some parallels between things that are happening geologically now. And what you could, you know, imagine maybe a thousand years from now.
3: Oh, that's wow. so cool. So cool. T.L., I'd love to back up. You said you read a lot of your mom's sci-fi. Do you remember, like, what was the first, like, sci-fi that you remember reading that, like, hooked you?
1: Well, I don't remember any specific titles, but I can tell you, um, um, I read a lot of her, um, Dean Koontz.
2: <laughs> I read yes. Dean Koontz,
1: too. Yeah. Um um, those were just some of the, the books, like Terry Goodkin were some of the books that I used to read that I would sort of grab from her. And of course, I also would grab some of her romance novels as well. <laughs> Probably why I have like that blend of fantasy with a romantic subplot.
3: I always love hearing that because I have three kids and one of my kids borrowed my Harry Potters. And so that, that kid reads a lot of fantasy. And then my other one borrowed all my John Green books. So she, she loves wow. like YA and romance and stuff. So okay. it's, so if I love hearing that, that, that kind of sent you into that sort of writing realm. Yeah. Um, yeah. So another thing we talk about on our podcast a lot is uh, what fandoms we belong to or some other like nerdy things that we like to do or be involved in. Do you have any fandoms that you're a part of or any like nerdy things that you like to do?
1: Yeah, so I'm really into cosplay. Um, Wow, cool. And now, in fact, that I'm an author, um when I do um events um not all events but many events I now dress as my main character
2: are you doing that at Imaginarium please tell not me more.
1: am
0: imaginary-
1: oh. <laughs> so sad I do it at Comic-Con so when I go to comic Cons, I will dress as Nari that's cool can you really send cool. us a picture I, mean, I want to so see young.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well I'm assuming she has to wear some sort of futuristic like jumpsuit right
1: of course. of course. Yeah, she, she wears um you know really futuristic type clothes. Um one of the things about Nari, um, in addition to like she has these really sexy hieroglyphic tattoos that come out um when she's using her elemental powers, um, she uses her um jewelry and hairpins as weapons. Ooh. And so when I'm dressing cosplay. Um, I put hair, you know, all these hairpins in my hair, and I wear these like bangles so that people who know the storyline realize that, you know, if I pull one out, you probably want to back up. <laughs> that,
2: that is so cool, That's though. Badass. Because what you could do is if someone's like, oh, I love your books, you can pull out a hairpin and go, do you? And then if they don't know what <laughs> the reference is, they don't yeah. know what the reference is, you're like, you need to keep reading. <laughs> a
0: a litmus test for readers yeah that is
2: so cool well i'm really sad we won't get to see that but i would love to see a picture um okay so we're gonna go into our nerdy and dirty speed round um authors struggle with being speed in this round because authors are thinkers right so i really do want you to tell me the first thing that comes to mind okay all right uh favorite fandom cosplay okay favorite female main character
1: uh aelin in the uh, Throne of the glass series. oh yeah yes.
2: she's amazing yeah, that's a great choice yeah what is your most binge worthy book series that you read
1: uh, um i would say a quarter thorn and roses i was completely hooked i waited oh, yeah. for every book to come out and i read them years ago <laughs> I did the same thing.
2: We were just talking to someone about how I tried to find fan art of the Bat Boys when it first came out, because I couldn't picture them. And then like, you know, eight years later, I was like, Oh, that's what they look like. (laughs) Okay, so what's your most binge worthy TV series that you've watched?
1: Game of Thrones.
2: Yeah. What book character would you get nerdy and dirty with?
1: Oh, I'm so biased because I just wrote book boyfriends in my most recent book. So I would say Thaden and Vigo. but okay. If I had to choose a third, it would be Ryzen. I'm in love yeah. with Risen.
2: I think you picking your own, though, is the best uh, answer yeah, ever. Too. Yeah. What is your favorite slow burn book or series?
1: Hmm. Slow burn. Um, probably thrown a Glass. I mean, it was really slow burn.
2: Yeah, wow. I know. I I remember thinking like, dear God, they finally did it. Thank God. <laughs> I
1: mean, e-
0: almost every couple in that whole series is a, a slow burn, burn yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. I just remember
2: thinking when I read it, because uh, Rowan's like, I'm not going to have you where people can be around. And then he's like, but we'll do it on the beach. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if you lived in a I fantasy world, age, what?
1: Really oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, I think she really took her time because of the age of the characters
2: yeah yeah well in her age too because she wrote the first book when she was 16 so yeah yeah. so and again I appreciate that right you don't want them to be 16 doing this stuff okay so if you lived in a fantasy world what power would you want to have
1: um I I would say the power to heal
2: oh Oh, that's a great one I really heard that one yeah yeah um do you prefer smut or plot
1: plot absolutely plot what
2: is your favorite childhood book
1: uh, the Nancy Drew series
2: oh yeah I love Nancy Drew I was Drew. really
1: into like the mysteries and you know she has that little and there's a little fantasy and ghost stories and things oh like that yeah there. for
2: sure it's it's pre-Dean Koontz, and then you do Dean <laughs> Koontz, and then you become a writer <laughs> exactly. so what are you currently reading or what's the last book that you finished and loved
1: um I would say Dune
2: oh yeah, yeah
1: yeah have I, you watched I, the movie yet I, movies yeah I saw the movie and I decided that I wanted to go and I think I actually may have read the book ages ago when I was oh, sure. really young um, but I wanted to go and read it again so I, I read it recently and it was really good
2: yeah it is I feel like in some schools it's like the equivalent of Gilgamesh you also read Dune in <laughs> elementary school okay so we're going to do fantasy tropes yay or nay um faded
1: mates um you said favorite mates
2: Faded mates
1: oh faded mates yay
2: enemies to lovers
1: yay
2: forbidden love yay (laughs) class differences in terms of species
1: uh yes
2: love triangles
1: yay (laughs)
2: secret or hidden identities uh
1: hidden identities
2: um social commentary yay or nay Uh, no true love's kiss yay or nay
1: no
2: lovers on opposite sides of the war Yay. Reluctant Companions on a Quest. Yay. Yeah, I like that one too. <laughs> okay, so we're going to see you at Imaginarium, which I'm so excited to get to know you better while we're there and learn more about your books. But what other projects or events do you have coming up this year?
1: So I have the Imaginarium in May um, and then I'm doing Awesome Con, which is a comic con in the Washington, D.C. area in June. So oh. I'll be dressed Cosplay there as Nari. Oh. Um, and in terms of, um, some of the books, so right now, and I'm working on book four in my series, um, I'm actually creating a comic book of some of the battle scenes oh, in my cool. book. So I'm coming out with a comic book. Are you, are
2: scene. you the illustrator? Or are you working with an artist?
1: No. <laughs> <Like> you <laughs> said no. So I'm, wor- I'm working, with, I'm working with an illustrator on that one.
2: Are you allowed to say who?
1: Um, uh, well, actually, um, it's, a, it's a gentleman named JP, mm-hmm. um, He's pretty uh, well known in the Washington, D.C. area.
2: Okay, that's okay. awesome. I love that. And I love that you're using a local artist. That's yeah,
3: fantastic. That's
1: cool. it, makes it, it also makes it easier. Right. Um, and uh, one other thing that I'm doing is um, I'm nearly finished with a poetry book. Um, I start all of my exile elemental series books with a riddle. And so um, I've gotten a lot of good feedback on those. And so I'm actually going to put a whole book of riddles and poems together and I'm going to be releasing that in probably the next three months. That's oh, awesome. that's
2: so that's cool. cool. It's going to be harder than the Acatar riddle, right?
1: Yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Someone, I'm, I'm, uh, so I'm just going to text you and be like, is it love?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love having people try to figure out the riddles in the beginning of my books. <laughs> Without reading yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If like If you read the epigraph, it has the riddle it really sort of sets the stage for what's going to happen in the book. So by the time you get to the end of the book, you know, people will even email me and they'll say, oh, I think I figured out the riddle. I think I understand what, you know, what was the butterfly and what was happening to her? What was the ballerina? So that's awesome. Will you have
2: copies of the first book in the series at Imaginarium?
1: Yes, yes. So I will have um, um, all three books in this series. And I also created a um an introduction to the series so I'll as a short story holiday book I'll have that with me as well
2: okay fun um, I'm, I'm trying to figure out I'm trying to budget what I can spend before and what I can spend when I get there I know right <laughs> I made the mistake of planning a trip to Europe literally right before this and so I'm like I guess I'm just not going to eat while I'm there because <laughs> books books trump food every time
1: yep well, I'm going to have some really good deals. Um, okay. Can't wait. I'm but you know
2: there. what, TL, I would rather support you and pay what you yeah. are, deserve to pay. So I want you to charge right. me full price.
1: <laughs> well, and
0: so tell us as readers and book lovers of the community, and um, I, we love how encouraging and uplifting the online book community is. What is the best way that we can support you and support your work?
1: Um, I would say, um, you know, just telling people about my book series. Um, I think as an indie author, it's very important. Uh, you know, the more people who sort of know my book is out there and can find it. Um, so I, I would say just telling people, check out the Exiled Elementary series if you want something that's a little different than the norm, because I try to make my um, scenarios and settings. There's very diverse characters in the book. Um, you know, I, I think that would be really helpful is just to tell people
0: hey, word of mouth can-. is very powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Where can our listeners find you online?
1: Uh, well, absolutely. Um, I think one of the, the best places to go is my website, uh, Tlpricebooks.com. Uh, the great thing you'll find there is I have some really great book trailers, so I'm like really into Um visualizing um, my books. Um, I'll have my book trailers with me at the Imaginarium. I'm on the table with me. Um, So if you go to TLpricebooks.com, I'm also on Instagram where I'm very active there. I also have a YouTube channel where I do uh, readings. I will read from my books from time to time. And all my books trailers are also on my YouTube channel.
0: That's the first I've heard of an author doing that. That's 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 really cool. Well, we end all of our episodes sharing our nerdiest thing of the week, whether it's book related or something else. So we would love to hear what your nerdiest thing of the week is.
1: So I would say, um, well, well, one thing is I finally got a chance to binge watch House of Dragons.
2: Oh, yeah. How was it? I
1: watched that in two days. That was (laughs) really good. (laughs) <laughs> and I just started *Peaky Blinders* a couple days ago. I just
2: started that,
1: and I'm, yeah, really, I'm really loving, loving it. it. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I've always
2: thought that Cillian Murphy is oddly hot, and I don't know what it is about him, but he's not less hot in that show. I can tell you I've that. Always, that much. I've thought that about him. Too. Yeah, he's pretty.
0: <laughs> well, that's awesome. I love it when I'm able to binge something, whether it's books or a show that I wanted to watch, like. That's a good weekend to me. So (laughs) we approve of your answer. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for being here and chatting with us. It's been nice to meet you and get to talk to you a little bit. And we're excited to see you face-to-face and talk in person at Imaginarium in just a few
1: weeks i'm looking forward to it will all three of you be there yes yeah yes. oh, we don't we're we're, we're, we're a package deal.
3: we are a package deal yeah oh,
1: excellent excellent you're like
2: oh is that well, one you here, Deborah or Brittany, they all look like. say that again tl i'm sorry
1: i was gonna say this has been fantastic i love the opportunity to meet all three of you oh, it's
2: oh been we're really happy to fun. You all too all right well remember when i come to you charge me full price i don't want to discount on your books me too, me too. <laughs>
1: I'll take
0: the discount. It's fine.
1: I'm going to give you a discount. Someone's got
2: to be that person.
1: (laughs) Thank you
0: so much. Have a great night.